Hello, dear sister in Christ. My name is Pat Domang. I'm founder of On Fire Ministries. And at On Fire Ministries, our mission is to ignite a passion for Christ in the heart of women and to inspire them to apply God's word to their everyday life because I believe that God's word really does work. So today I want to invite you to join me as I talk about the fact that influence is power and that you as a woman were created to be a powerful influencer. So what are you doing with your God-instilled, God-ordained influence? Do you even really think about that fact that God created us to be powerful influencers. You know, I had really never personally thought that much about it until a few years ago when I did my very first in-depth study of Genesis and I had one of those light bulb moments. And you know those moments, you've read something so many times in the Bible and that you are absolutely sure that there's just nothing else new to learn in that moment. You get that moment of illumination and you see something that you either missed before or you just simply passed right over. And those moments Moments of illumination are treasures, and most of the time those moments are imprinted in my mind and my heart like internal Ebenezer stones of remembrance. Just yesterday, my friend had mentioned the words, think of the clearest blue sky you've ever seen. And in that moment, I was transported back to a day and time when I was driving down the road, singing to my worship music, and the Spirit of God spoke a revelation of Scripture to me and how it connected to my own life. And it was such a powerful moment, not only have I just never forgotten it, but so many times in my life, there's something that's triggered me to go back to that Ebenezer stone that's set in my mental storage bank as a memorial to what God has done in my life. And I hope and pray that you've had those personal encounters with God through his holy word. There's just something so inspirational and motivating to understand that the God of all creation is so personally interactive and involved in your life. And if you haven't had those moments, they are available to you. They're available to everyone who has said yes to Jesus and his Holy Spirit lives inside of their heart and are willing to pursue him with all their heart through his word. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. You see, the key is his spirit and his word. That is how God speaks to us and reveals himself in ways that are forever etched in our minds and in our hearts. And every time that you want to hear from God, ask him to give you spiritual ears to hear what his spirit speaks to you. Ask him to give you the wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Those are scriptural prayers. That first one is Revelation 2-7 and the second one, Ephesians 1-17. So let's talk about our influence. When writing and studying for my Bible study, Equipped and Empowered, Preparing Women for Spiritual Battle, several years ago, I discovered that the very first person to have the power of influence was the very first woman, Eve. Now currently, I am studying for and teaching in my, my blogs and my podcast about the women of the Bible. And I began that
that series looking at the creation of woman, recognizing that how God created the first woman still speaks to his divine design built into our DNA today as women. So there's so much to learn about who God created us to be from our origination at creation. And we cannot disregard the power of influence that God instilled in women, especially with our husband. Power and influence go hand in hand because influence is power. Therefore, the person who has influence has power. And as women, that would be me and you. My husband and I have owned a pharmacy for over 20 years, and I do not work at the pharmacy, but I do impact what happens at that pharmacy. Occasionally, it has been said by one of the employees, if you want something to happen, tell Pat. Not because I personally get it done, but because my husband listens to what I have to say. And that is God-given, God-ordained influence. So let's turn our attention to Eve's story. In the beginning, God created Eve. And God created Eve in his own image, instilling that worth and value in the woman. And he formed her from the rib of a man. In last week's Her podcast with my daughter, licensed counselor and professional marriage and family therapist, Taylor Drone, we discussed our worth as women and our divine purpose of being a life giver. And if you missed the Her podcast, Women, Our Original divine design, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Now, once God completed man and woman's creation, all was well and good, but only for a brief moment while reading the scripture. In the next scene, we see in the Bible that it tells us about a conversation between the woman and the serpent, who is, according to Revelation 12, 9, and Revelation 20, verse 2, the devil and Satan. The serpent also happens to be the most crafty beast of the field. Now, I am convinced that the serpent, in his crafty methodology, approached and interacted with the woman intentionally and purposefully. He knew to get man to do what he wanted them to do, to get man to end up even leading the, the rest of humanity. He needed to go through the woman because God created her to be a powerful influencer and especially with her husband. So using his deceptive and evil tactics, he zeroed his attention in on the woman, knowing Eve's power to influence her husband, Adam. And the serpent was right. Eve influenced Adam in a way that didn't work out so good for anyone. Eve influenced her husband to go against what God had clearly communicated to Adam not to do. And remember, that influence is power. But power can be wrongly used. And when it is, it can be devastating as it was with Adam and Eve. Eve's influence brought about sin and death in our world. And thousands of years later, all humanity is still damaged because of it. So let's look at the outcome of her influence as a reminder of our God-ordained power within us. But let us also remember that God intended our influence to be used for good. However, as we see in Eve's story, the beneficial and positive trait of influence 
can be tainted and used destructively. Now, one of my very favorite verses regarding our influence as women is in Proverbs 14, 1, and it says, the wise woman builds her house, but the foolish one pulls it down with her own hands. Now, think about the power that God gave women. A woman who uses her influence wisely builds up her own home. And equally impactful, a woman who uses her influence foolishly tears down her own home with her own hands. What a contrasting image that Proverbs 14.1 gives us of influence used wisely or foolishly. So rightly used influence. Another Bible passage that speaks to our influence as women and wives is 1 Peter 3.1. It says, wives likewise, be submissive to your own husbands that even if some of them do not obey the word, they without a word may be won by the conduct of their wives. Now, the way that we live our lives before our husband impacts our husband so much that a Christian wife can win her unbelieving husband over by how she lives, which tells us that we are influential with our husband. Several years ago, I read a secular article that still sticks with me today. The article was titled, Why a Great Woman is Behind Every Great Man. And the author spoke about the power and influence of a woman when relating to her husband. And in the article, he highlighted several powerful men in the world who all attributed their success to the support of their wives. These men fully recognized their wives as a pillar in their life that held them up and helped them be all that they had become. So I would say to you, with that in mind, dear sister in Christ, we have been given a great gift that we should handle with care. We need to be careful not to abuse our gift of influence with our husbands. Our relationship with Christ should shape our communication and our actions with our husbands. God created us to be life givers, to build up, not to tear down. How we influence our husbands should reflect our relationship with Jesus. So today I focused my attention on our influence in our nearest and dearest relationships within our home. But our influence also reaches way beyond that into our extended family, into our work and our businesses, our communities and our churches, and even in our enjoyment of hobbies and relaxation and vacation. So I think it's really important that we assess where we are. Since influence is power, we all need to assess where we are. So here is a question for you to contemplate this week. What are you doing with your influence? Now take a few moments to go through this practical exercise that I'm going to give you to help you make a right assessment in the different areas of your life. So here are five assessment questions to answer. Number one, who lives in your home? Number two, who do you work with? Number three, who do you see on a daily or weekly basis? 
Number four, where do you shop? We all as women, we like to shop. So where do you shop? Where and who do you encounter in your free time? So write down your answers and then ask yourself these next three questions based on your answers. Number one, what am I doing to use my influence with that person or in that place? Number two, am I wise with my influence? And number three, when do I use my influence foolishly and what do I need to do to change that? Now, take those answers to the Lord and ask Him to help you by anointing you with His presence, anointing you with His power and influence. Ask Him to transform the areas that need transforming to represent and to reflect Him to the world around you. And before we close, I want to say a prayer for you. Dear Heavenly Daddy, I thank you for creating us with influence and for loving us and calling us to be used in our homes to impact the lives of those that we love most. Help us to live worthy of your divine design and calling. Empower us to pour out our heart and life as an offering to you because you alone are worthy of all of our devotion. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before I say goodbye, I do want to invite you to join me on your favorite social media platform, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, even Pinterest, to get daily biblical encouragement for Christian women. Check out my website, onfire-ministries.org, where you can read my blog. You can find the free biblical resources there, or maybe get a Bible study for you personally or for a group study. If you found this podcast beneficial, please take a moment to rate and review and share this podcast because it helps others to find the podcast and maybe it's the very words that someone else needs to be encouraged in their faith journey today. And until we meet again, have a blessed and beautiful day.